Welcome to Rainer's Radio, practical training for joint heirs with Christ, with your host, Diane Thomas. Good evening, and welcome to Rainer's Radio. This is Diane Thomas, your host. Let's just take a couple moments and relax. Let everything else that's going on just fall away. You don't need to push it away. You don't need to be aggressive or emotional about it. Just let it roll off your shoulders. And just relax and recognize that the presence of God is with you now. Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, he is with you always. And who you truly are is a spirit, a spirit being. One with God. There is no pressure, no expectation that God is putting on you. When you feel that, when you feel like you need to measure up, like you need to perform, or there are going to be consequences, that's not from God. Maybe from your boss, but not from God. When you were born again, when you were re-spirited, everything, all of the little check boxes were checked. It was finished at that moment. Your everything was taken care of when you were born again. Now, doing in you is because you have already received his spirit. You have already received eternal life. You have already received grace. You've received it. It is now yours. You have received the kingdom Everything you need for life and godliness on this earth, you have already received. So any activity that you or I are engaged in is not to receive. It's because we've already received. It's like we have a toolbox now. And now we're learning how those tools work. What can we build with them? When we hit our thumb with a hammer, how do we react? How do we get healed? We're learning how God does things. We're learning his ways. And through the process of learning how these things work, how the supernatural works, how the natural works, how our spirit, soul, and body are reunited. God is doing what he does best. Love us. Give himself to us. Reunite our spirit, soul, and body. Heal us. Show us where we're believing lies. 
restore that which has been stolen from us. He's doing that while we are learning how to use the tools that he's given us. How, and one of the biggest tools he's given us is our soul. You have a soul. It's not who you are. It's a gift God gave you, just like your body. God gave you the body he wanted you to have. He gave you the soul he wanted you to have. Just as your body has certain attributes, gender, hair color, age, your soul also has solical attributes or temperament. You may be very rely on your emotions. You may rely on the strength of your passion. You may rely on the strength of your intellect. You may rely on the strength of people liking you, or all the above, or none of the above. But you have certain characteristics that are both strengths and weaknesses. But they're a gift from God. And as a gift, God wants you to see how your gift works. <clears throat> how your soul works. Your soul functions in the supernatural realm. Just as your body functions in the natural realm, and your spirit operates and functions in the spiritual realm. Now, for most of us, these are foreign concepts because we are, you know, here to occupy and then we die and then we go to heaven and we sit on a throne and I don't know what else. But when we start looking at what we are to be doing now, there is no end to discovering the gifts that God has already given you. I like to look back at when Jesus was walking around with his disciples, with his with who we call apostles now. And they would just get to ask him questions. And most often the the answers were far too simple. They were used to going to the synagogue and asking the priests, why, does, why do evil men prosper and the good die young? Why doesn't God answer prayer? Questions. And, and to get an answer from a priest could take you, you know, 100 million words. But from God is, from when they would ask Jesus, he would just say, I am. This is the way Father does things. This is his purpose for you now. Now, he often would will tell us the answers to our questions, but those answers are not what's important. He puts questions into us so we will go to him whether he answers them or not. 
getting the questions answered is not what's important. It's going to him. God wants you to know how he has put you together. He does not want you ignorant of who you are as a spirit, but also what you are in your soul. But he's also given us, in our soul, he gives us, part of his gift is understanding. But part of his part of our new nature as a spirit is wisdom. And sometimes they contradict one another. So I will always coming back to Lord, what's your truth here? Our soul likes facts. Our spirit likes truth. So we we want to be able to distinguish between what's going on in the spirit realm, what's going on in the supernatural realm, and what's going on in the natural realm. To do that, God trains us. God puts us in situations where we can use our toolbox to see how our soul functions. In a lot of ways, this is just God creating circumstances for him to do his work. We can focus, you and I, we can focus on learning how to live as a spirit being, how to live and move and have our being by spending time with him, by when he gives us a project, devoting ourselves to it, following it through, being responsible, whatever it is that he's talking to us about, taking it seriously while he does the hard stuff, bringing us healing, our soul healing, restoration, freedom, peace, rest, reuniting our soul and spirit. That's his job. You cannot fix yourself. You can only attend to the things that God has put your hand to. You could say, say you broke your leg and you had your whole leg in a cast. And say you're not going to be able to get that cast off for weeks. Well, it's a good idea to keep the rest of your body in good physical shape. To keep your arms strong and your other leg strong while your leg heals. So that when the cast is taken off, the only part of your body that needs to catch up is just the one leg. So while God is healing what's in the cast, we can attend to those things that we know to do. Again, spending time with him. Learning his voice, to hear his voice responding to him, learning about the supernatural realm, even more about the natural realm. These are the tools that he's given us, and then he gives us projects to work on with those tools. 
That is not what changes us, though. God changes us. So when we're talking about the supernatural and receiving and seeking and taking seriously supernatural experiences, it's not because supernatural experiences are more important than anything else. They're not. They, they're part of your day right now, all the time. Right now, today, you experienced supernatural experiences. You were just not aware of it. You cannot, none of us can escape the supernatural realm. It is a part of our environment. It's our awareness that is in doubt. And that's where we're working on. That's what the tools are for. And the projects that God assigns us to use the, learn how to use those tools so that our awareness of the supernatural realm increases. It doesn't change the supernatural realm. Our learning to use these tools, our learning, our awareness being increased doesn't affect what's going on in the supernatural realm. It makes us aware of what's going on in the supernatural realm. Now, that's only a part of what God is doing in our lives. God can use whatever approach or avenue he chooses to do what he wants in our lives. So this is, we always encourage you to to ask the Lord if this is for you now at this time. Is this a path that he wants you on right now? He may want you to go a totally different direction. It's more important that you respond to him. Test what you hear. Lord, is that you? And a lot of people report, well, that doesn't work for me. I don't hear anything. Well, that's always a good sign. Because if you're not hearing response to that, that is a response. That means there's confusion there, there's interference there. And that's what you want to deal with. That is your answer. Deal with that. Lord, is this something from myself? Is this something, you know, demonic interference? Is this a belief that's keeping me from hearing from you? You work on that. That That is a red flag. That that is a place God wants to talk to you about. If you're asking and not hearing, in a sense, that's a good thing because that tells you there's something there that God wants to talk to you about. Now, there's going to be times when you ask, Lord, is this something you want to talk to me about or is this you? And you're going to hear a yes or a no, and you're not going to be sure. That's normal. It's part of the learning process. Your sensitivity, your intuition, your your confidence is going to be based on experience. You may hear a, a yes about something and move forward on that, find out, ah, that kind of fell through, and go back to the Lord and say, well, that wasn't me that told you yes. 
And then you go, you know, I I wondered about that. We're not looking for, we're not asking God to be like one of those magic eight balls where you shake it up and the answer comes up. You know, ask me again tomorrow or not today or whatever the silly answers are. We're not asking him to be a a carnival you know, response. Just push a button and you get the answer. What's most important is relationship and reunion between our soul and spirit. So it's the process that matters. That's why he's not going to put you in a position where he's going to fail. He's going to put you in a position where you fail. But he's not going to put you in a position where he's going to fail. So we learn to rely on him by experience. And we, there's going to be times when you're going to rebuke what you're hearing because you think it's not God. And then you're going to find out, oh, that was God. And here you were rebuking him because, oh, that's not what I believe. That's not, that's not God. God would never say that. God would never okay that. And then you find out, well, yeah, he did and he does. And it's the, that process, that very process. But this is all contingent and based on the situations that God puts you in on a day-to-day basis. Your job, the peop, your neighbors, whatever situation you're in, they're God's gift to you. They're God's gift to you. And how do we respond? We say, thank you. What do you want me to do with this? How how do I learn how to use this gift? And so we set aside, we set apart each day, this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad and learn how to use our gift today. Now, there are things that we all have in common in our approach to the supernatural realm and it starts out with ignorance and then we can add on fear and then we can add on apprehension and curiosity and disagreement because as Christians most of us have a certain expectation about how God works. And for most of us, it's wrong. We've been taught it by mankind, by people, by things that have been written in books, sometimes things that people have just totally made up and put in books. It is so important that you yourself know and have the confidence that God loves you. That there's nothing you need to do or say or be in order to be worthy of his love. As you go through this process, 
that in, that's what increases. That will always give you a greater sense of confidence that you're hearing him clearly, so that you will have a gr- growing experience of his total love, his uh, no-holds-barred love, his unconditional, unwavering love. And most of us don't have the foggiest idea of how to describe that love. But when you experience it, you know. It's like describing ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. How do you describe that? Isn't it easier to just give somebody, here's the chocolate chip ice cream, try it for yourself. Then they'll know. So that's what God is doing for us. Rather than telling us, this is my nature, he puts us in in situations where we will experience his nature. And then we come out and say, ah, now I know. Now I know the nature of God because I've experienced his nature in this area. His wisdom his creativity, his long-suffering, his joy, his peace, his rest, his strength, his righteousness, his justice, his mercy, his grace. I've experienced it. Now we all want to spend time to see what God is doing out there or with that situation over there. God has an intimate relationship with you and he wants you to experience those aspects of the projects that he has assigned you intimately. So that might be something you might want to do this week. Be aware of what are the projects he has assigned you. It may be one, it may be ten. Right You know, if you just wanted to just go ahead and wing it, write down ten things that you think God has on your plate right now. And however you want to interpret that is fine. Just write down ten things. And then spend time looking at those ten things, asking the Lord, item per item, Lord, is this something that is on my plate from you? And just go through a process of elimination. That 10 might go down to 1. That 10 might go to 15. There's no magic number. But then you can start looking at each one of these. Lord, is there an area where I have not put in the time that's necessary on that item? How about this one? Is there an area that I have not put in the effort, the time, the attention it's needed and deserved? And just go through item per item. Then you can come up with a plan with him. Lord, is there a priority here? Here's my schedule, Lord. You know, I only have 20 minutes a day to do anything different. I might start putting his finger on how you spend your time. How you spend your lunch hour. How early you get up. How late you go to bed spend your time, how you spend your energy, how you take care of yourself. 
He might be putting his finger. And that's exactly the right thing. That's exactly what we're looking for because that's communing with God. That's communion with God. Where he is investing himself, interceding, interjecting himself into our lives in practical ways. It's not because you are screwing up someplace and now he's fixing it. Like you're a little child. It's like, no. You are learning his ways. You are using your toolbox to work on the projects he wants you to be working on so you can learn his ways. Because you know what? His ways are spirit ways, not solical ways. His ways are not solical ways. So we're learning how to live as a spirit being, not as a solical being. But it's alien to us. We have gotten so used to living as a natural being, as a solical being. But that's not who we are. It's It takes time, it takes energy, and it takes effort, and it takes making mistakes. We learn so much more from making a mistake than we do by doing things right. So get real good at making mistakes. Get real good. Embrace being a failure. Most of us can say, okay, I got that down, Pat. I know how to be a failure. Well, you want to Take every advantage of it. Make sure that you're getting the full use out of every failure. Because otherwise you're just going to have to fail again. And whatever aspects there are about failure, they hurt. You know, and pain can be a real eye-opening experience to tell us this is an area where God is flapping a red flag to get our attention. And what do we do? We turn our backs. We try to dull the pain rather than going, okay, there's a red flag. What is, what's going on in that area? So we want to go into knowing God with our eyes wide open and into this process with our eyes wide open. And again, it may not be about, for you, about supernatural experiences. But please be aware, regardless, at some point it will be. Even if God takes you into something else, don't be, in other words, your, your projects aren't going to be oriented around supernatural experiences. Just by having, by now knowing that there is such a thing, your awareness is automatically going to increase. Because you are already receiving and experiencing supernatural experiences. It's like even if I didn't tell you about how gravity works, they'll be at the mercy of gravity. Because gravity is part of the natural realm. Your body is part of the natural realm, whether you want it to be or not. So the supernatural experiences are going on, whether you are aware of them or not. It just may not be right now your time to focus on that. God might want you to focus on something else. 
and in the difference between understanding and wisdom. Don't rely on your own understanding, trying to figure things out. Now, very often God gets our attention because we don't understand something. We have questions or something doesn't fit or line up with what we believe. But God gives us wisdom. The wisdom you already have in your spirit is given to your soul. Earn wisdom. We don't learn wisdom. We receive wisdom. So as you are learning how he does these things, God will simply provide you the wisdom you need. And then we put both understanding and wisdom in our toolbox. And we learn how they work. And not just wisdom, but any other characteristic of God, characteristic of spirit. They all qualify. If they are a characteristic of God, they are already in your spirit. There's a matching counterpart of some kind in your soul that will be reunited with your spirit. But we learn how they work by experience. So God creates an opportunity for each one of us to learn his ways. So we will be picking up the same place next time if you have any more questions or feedback or comments, drop me a line at diane at org or through Blog Talk Radio. Or you can always visit the website at therainersclub.org. We'll be getting back together again, again, same time next week. Until then, thanks for tuning in. This has been Diane Thomas of Rainers Radio. Have a great night. <laughs>